Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to be watching or talking about, actually, one of my most anticipated movies of the year, Susume. Ken, are you excited for this movie? Because I, I don't, I can't think of any other movie I was looking forward to more this year. Um, for me, you know. Yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one was just outside my top five. Um, and there was a lot of movies on the slate. So this is definitely on my list as well. Um, I know, I think we did come up with that TikTok video back then uh, at uh, the beginning of the year. Uh, but Suzume, just from the brilliant mind and amazing creative mind of Makoto Shinkai, I mean, you're the one who introduced him to me. And ever since, 2021 mm -hmm. i've been looking forward to it so i've been a kind of a fanboy for two years yeah and to join us today for susume we got a guest here you've mm. seen her before andre is here hey <laughs> oh my how, are, how are you all doing welcome back oh it's welcome back to me my bad <laughs> <laughs> that's our line you're reading from the wrong teleprompter <laughs> sorry you're on my podcast so <laughs> <laughs> we're in her world now i'm welcoming I you <laughs> i know it's like oh uh welcome uh andrea i guess that's our line now <laughs> but, thanks but for having for the, me yeah <laughs> Of course, I'm happy to have you. It's yeah. so nice to be back, you guys. Oh, my God. But if y'all have been uh, missing Andrea, um, and for those of you who have been faithfully following the Weekly Real podcast, many will remember that her last appearance, Andrea's last appearance, was on the famous, or is it infamous, <laughs> episode of Anastasia, um, where we were... Uh, all three of us were kind of sharing one childhood movie, and Anastasia was uh, Andrea's uh, contribution to that little mini series that we had for season five of the podcast. Oh my god, that was! You know what, Andrea? How was that episode from your perspective? <laughs> um, I really liked it. There was just so much energy. It was my first time back after like a long time. There were some conflicts had, but we about? came back together. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. you know the huge the huge just friends i mean for, yeah. i mean for me during that episode uh from my side uh my side of things i think i've told jeremy this it just felt like i was just kind of a referee or bystander because man you guys were kind of going back and forth with the zingers it was so entertaining from this side of the podcast, I was actually thinking of wearing a Foot Locker jersey today <laughs> to pretend like I was a referee, but I didn't have one. So, oh my god, we should we should release all the footage from that episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Ken, you'll be now Ken Bayless to you know monitor our twelve rounds of boxing. Keep your gloves up. <laughs> protect your uh, protect yourself at all times. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh shoot! All right, let's just just let's jump straight into it, guys. We got the Marvels trailer for our ritual today, and we all watched it. I don't know how you guys felt about uh, the first movie, Captain Marvel. I thought it was okay. It's kind of 
a little below mid-tier for me uh, in terms of the first Captain Marvel movie. I was like, mm, do we need a sequel? What are they going to do for the sequel? But this trailer came out, and uh, it looks interesting, to say the least. There's a little bit uh, of a mix-up this time. So uh, what do you guys think um, about the trailer just generally so far before I get into my full question? Uh, for me, uh, just first impressions were eh, it's kind of reminding me a little bit of Freaky, Freaky Friday, but you know, you're you have like an addition to that because oh, what Freaky Friday was between t- mainly two people. Now we got three in the rotation between Monica Rambeau, um, uh, Carol Danvers, and oh my goodness, who's Miss Marvel again? I forgot. Ms. It's been Mar- so long. Yeah, Kamala yeah. Khan. There Kamala you. Khan. Thank you. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty fun trailer. It's just I feel like they may have given a little bit too much away. I feel that too. I think they were giving too much of a hard sell to you know generate a lot more interest, and I felt like it could have been stuff could have kind of been left out. I think just so that. It would have been fun to learn these things at, while actually watching the movie. Yeah, I agree. And it's just a teaser trailer, so they showed a lot for a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Andrea? Mm, I thought I literally just watched it like two minutes ago. Um, I was very impressed, I guess. I don't know anything about um, the little girl. I watched the Scarlet Witch show like a long time ago, like when it first came out. So I was like, oh, what's happening? So I don't think it gave too much away. And um, I uh, saw a familiar face, Park Sojun. And I was like, oh, that's him. But he literally only got like two seconds of screen time. So I was like, what is he going to do? What is his role here? So I'm a little intrigued. And um, it did get me to think of like, Oh wow! I should watch the Captain Marvel movie again. So those are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, from what you guys remember about the first movie, is there anything that you'd like to see improved in this movie, or you just want to see generally in this movie? Mm, improved, man. Uh, well, I'm kind of curious if it will. I mean, it's kind of hard. I, I feel like with Ms. Marvel, I mean, this is kind of more of a general spoiler for the the Disney Plus show. They took more of a lighthearted approach um, in terms of, because, you know, Kamala Khan is really a high school kid. I thought they cast mm-hmm. her really good mm-hmm. um, in that um, she's got a lot of charisma. It's just, I guess, the story, I didn't really get to relate to it too much, which is why I didn't really care for it as much i mean after like the first couple of episodes i kind of lost interest i eventually finished the show but it just wasn't really for me in my demographic Mm. uh but as far as the captain marvel franchise i'm kind of curious to see if she's going to take on more of a, a mentor role especially since ms marvel kamala khan is the biggest fangirl in I think uh if you remember Andrea in within the within the trailer she, like the first place that she teleports randomly uh her being Carol Danvers was the room 
of Kamala Khan and all of the posters mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of curious if they're going to kind of play that uh, mm-hmm. whole role. Uh, I guess for me, the I don't I want to see Nick Fury be proper Nick Fury, like serious, very by the book, like kind of mischievous Nick Fury. I don't want to see the Nick Fury that we saw in the first Captain Marvel. <laughs> you, know? you didn't like that? I felt like he was pretty good just because <laughs> he was younger Nick Fury. Yeah. I guess, but he, you know, he got his eye scratched out by by a cat. Oh, yeah, flirting. So. <laughs> <laughs> I you saw what case. <laughs> you you saw what uh, you saw what kind of damage uh, a flirting can do. Would you get a flirting, Andrea? I think so. I just, I just think it'd be yeah. really nice. It's kind of like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, oh no, don't eat me. plus it's handy like if someone were trying to uh like snoop around your your house or something like that and it's nice to have that security uh blanket exactly like you never know what's gonna happen that's true just like you never know what's gonna happen on our tiktok so ken you actually uh know our tiktok and stuff because i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) oh no first that's the email and now you don't remember what the tiktok is oh what email (laughs) it's this thing called electronic mail come on man oh i know what email is ken i meant like what's our email (laughs) but no we'll we'll get to that later yeah but our (laughs) our tiktok (laughs) here is at weekly real pod and uh, that's where we have all of our movie and TV video uh, review videos. I know Jeremy told me about an idea that he's looking to cook up. I can't wait for that video. Um, that should be in the pipeline. Now that I, ha- I, that I don't sound as nasally, I'm thinking of cooking up a video in the upcoming week. So I'm going to hold myself to it, especially since we were gifted the, the, the gift of time. And we'll explain that all next episode (laughs) so uh but yeah that's our tiktok all right and we also have an instagram if you want to follow us there that's at weekly real uh you're gonna find our recast there see our lovely faces you can see andrea can myself not really just kidding uh and the reels (laughs) yeah that's what that's what's all gonna be there on our instagram and keep up to date with all our announcements podcast links, all that stuff. And that's our Instagram, at Weekly Real. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's jump into Susume 2022. So before I mention kind of the story, I do want to say we are going to be talking about spoilers here, a lot, many spoilers, basically for the rest of the episode. So go watch it, either in theaters, it might still be playing by the time this releases maybe maybe not i know it's kind of a limited release in theaters but if not it's probably crunchy roll maybe maybe crunchy roll um maybe streaming somewhere like funimation who knows so we'll see i don't know how it kind of works here in terms of release for the u.s it's kind of hard honestly Mm -hmm. which i leads me into the movie not next week, but the week after. That's a little hard to find. Yeah. 
<laughs> honestly. But couple weeks. Yeah, go go watch Susuman in theaters and then uh join us for the rest of the episode because Susume is a 17-year-old girl who meets a mysterious man and is thrust into an adventure of closing magical doors to stop earthquakes that could destroy Japan. Ooh, I did not know that it was going to be another I guess I'm like not really climate change <laughs> movie mm. from Makoto Shinkai. Uh, I guess another natural disaster type of movie. So, uh, Andrea, we're going to kick off the double feature. And I know you said you actually want to go first in asking the question. Yes, that's me. Because she's the Thank host. You. <laughs> yeah, she's the host. <clears throat> this is her podcast. <laughs> Thank you all for the whole intro and everything. I couldn't have done it without you, honestly. Um <laughs> Okay, my question might be kind of basic. I don't know. But first of all, I didn't know that's what the synopsis was. <laughs> I just I just watched the trailer and I was like, wow, that looks awesome. And there goes my question. Just by watching the trailer, what did you think this movie was going to be about? Because it's not what I expected. Um, I'll go first, only because... I went in completely fresh, did not watch anything. Mm-hmm. When I was actually telling Jeremy, because I, you know, I do the editing for the podcast, and I finally got to the part where he was talking about the, the preview for Suzume last week. I purposely wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying because I really wanted to go in completely like fresh. And um, it still kind of caught me off guard. I felt like uh, Makoto Shinkai. Um, this was like, I guess, again, I'm only three, three of his projects in, this is easily the most mature out of the three, um, in terms of his project and subject matter. Um, and I thought that it was a nice progression. You know, I I don't like it when creative people just kind of keep making the the same stuff Mm -hmm. over and over again. Admittedly, I felt like Susume wasn't my favorite, and we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I appreciated um, the swings that Makoto Shinkai took um, uh, in this movie. So to answer your question, Andrea, I was not – I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And uh, when all of this was happening my, on my first screening, I was like, man, what the heck is happening and it tied it all together by the end of the film for me so that when I watched it a second time yesterday, I was able to enjoy everything and, and you know, was able to, um, I guess, pay attention to some of the stuff that maybe went over my head the first time. Oh, man. The only thing that I went into knowing, I obviously, I read the synopsis, but prior to that... Because I didn't know it had anything about the earthquakes or this guy or anything like that. Maybe last summer I watched the teaser trailer, which is basically like no dialogue. It only had the melody of the Radwimps theme. And I just was like, I was looking forward to just based on that alone and some of the visual stuff that they showed in the trailer. They showed that door um, from oh, yeah. the resort, the you know the first door that they close, the ruins. They had mm-hmm. an image of that, um, but I didn't really have anything 
to expect. Honestly, I thought maybe these doors would lead to like a different dimension. I know everyone's doing like multiverse stuff nowadays. So it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe it's a multiverse. I didn't know it was going to be almost like a afterlife Mm -hmm. (laughs) into that door type of thing. So Mm -hmm. almost like hell in in that way. I didn't expect that. It was the, what do they call it in Black Panther? In Black Panther? Yeah, the... I don't remember. I don't remember. I just know it's called the Ever After here. Yeah. I think we have a... Uh, uh, oh my goodness, what is that thing called? We, we have a we have a weekly real award <laughs> named yeah. after it. We rarely use it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, because we don't remember what it is. <laughs> it's wow. the um, ancestral plane. Ancestral. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Yeah. Thank you. I had to look up our uh, weekly real awards. <laughs> Andrea, what you? How do you feel? Or what did you know going into the movie? Um. Wow. Wow. Um, I guess same as Jeremy. Um, last year I watched the teaser trailer and she was going into the door. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so awesome. And then um, maybe like a week or two before I found out I would be like in the pod, like I saw the trailer. I was like, oh my God, this guy's so handsome. Like what's <laughs> going to happen? Is this what it's about? I don't remember this. This is new new information and then i watched the movie wait okay first like going like seeing that i was like oh my god it's a romance i'm so in love he's my boyfriend Mm. now right (laughs) Uh i'm like oh my god i ship it like this is it this is ah." total fangirl but then watching it i was like oh (laughs) yeah it's not a romance it's not a romance at all so um Needless to say, I guess I'll go into it more. I was really disappointed during my first watch. Mm. I, I, you, I can definitely vouch for that, by the way. I, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, <laughs> no, Jeremy, no, because ahead. I remember um, Andrea was not having a poker face <laughs> about it. Like She didn't say what she thought, but I was like, oh, someone didn't like it. <laughs> or didn't like it as much, but like, I'm kind of oh. curious if that had changed, because I know you watched it a second time, right, Andrea? Yes, I did yeah. Yeah. on um, so. two days ago, so yeah. it was it was a better rewatch. Yeah, same. I agree. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, what were you going to say? No, because, see, I haven't had the chance to watch it a second time, and I'm exactly like Andrea, where... I was a little bit disappointed when I finished the movie because when I watched the teaser trailer, I'm like, I'm already crying. I'm like, oh. like I'm ready to cry again. Like your name. Here we go. Oh and um, but then watching this movie, I just I had this like out of body thing where it's like I've noticed it's like I did. Sorry. So like, I'm just like sitting there like blank faced kind of during the movie like. It's like, what was I expecting? I was like, <laughs> you know, but I feel like now if I were to watch it again, I would enjoy it much more than I did the first time. I already know. <laughs> I, I feel like we're all in agreement because <laughs> yeah. the first time I was like, huh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But I, okay, admittedly, at the, the end of my first screening, 
I thought it pulled it together already, and I was like, oh man, this is good. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, it was just a slow burn movie. When I watched it last night, knowing where you know, knew, knowing what the movie was about and, and what to expect, I was able to enjoy it more just because. And I didn't even have any like previews of 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 the um, the trailer or anything like that, so I didn't really have any expectations. But even just the expectations going in from past um, projects from Makoto Shinkai um, still got me a little bit disappointed as well. Yeah, I I think I'm kind of more probably my guess would be I'm more on Ken's side where I knew I liked it. But it didn't live up to my mm-hmm. initial expectations. I guess maybe but, my expectations are just way too way high. Way too high. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah. so. Yeah. We're all on the same page. We're all on the same okay. page. <laughs> but you know what? Um, just like Andrea just mentioned, I enjoyed it much more on the second um, viewing. And I feel like if I watch it a third, I might be able to just... It'll probably settle to where I ultimately will enjoy it. And you'll kind of see where my I Love You 3000 rating ends up being. I do want to mention, I didn't feel like it was a slow burn. I felt like it was, I actually could had like no time to breathe. I felt like, Mm. I felt like we had like, we're going from place to place to place and closing doors all over. Yeah. I was, I was like, I need a break. I no, I felt the same way there. I meant in terms of the story, Um, the story, Um, like in terms of the emotional investment. Wow. Because, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Okay, I'm going to say it. I thought it was so slow the first time. See? I was like, mm. <laughs> what the heck? And then there's a scene. I don't know if I should go into it now or like. Just go it. for it. I, okay. Um, There was a scene when she, it was like the second door. I think it was the third door already at the carousel with the... Oh, um, the Ferris wheel. The Ferris, the wheel. Ferris wheel. And she's like, I got it. I can close it myself. And then she didn't got it. I was like, what do you mean? She, yeah, she, she got... She, went, she, she got sucked into like the dream world. And I was like, yeah, I thought you had it. You're a pro. And like... Yeah. And then she just had to struggle with that. I was like, seriously? You already struggled the first time? And then... Well, you, you know why, right? Because she was already in there. When she was younger. I don't think that needed to happen. Oh, no. I, I enjoyed it <laughs> just because it added more to the tension to, to Jeremy's point. I Yeah. I can kind of <laughs> see your point, though. On I, The characterization is really slow in this movie compared mm-hmm. to the last two Makoto Shinkai movies where you get to see, like, oh, um, Hina is, like, this way and... Um, Taki and Mitsuha are this way, like right away, you get it in like the first 15 minutes or so, mm. like what kind of character they yeah. are. With Susume, it's like you get to find out who she is like throughout the entire movie. Because mm. for the first 30 minutes, I'm like, I don't really care about this girl that much. Like she seems nice and all that, but there's nothing that makes her kind of unique. Right. Yeah. I see that. Okay, I understand, and I see where you're coming from. <laughs> I think oh, I, th- I thought we were gonna have a throwdown <laughs> just now. <laughs> I was like, Don't we still have time, Ken? We still have time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I There's know. still a whole half. <laughs> I and know. Actually, my question might even instigate some of that because <laughs> yeah. I think this is a perfect time to throw in binger cringe. 
where we mention one binge-worthy and one cringe-worthy moment from the movie. Let's start off with um, uh, let's start off with the bat. <laughs> so, Ken, do you have any uh? Things that you want to get off your chest for this movie? Any nitpicks um, or big big pits? Big, <laughs> big. Whoa, what? Wait, it's not that type of show. We're a family what? show. <laughs> I have I have some nits to pick. I yeah. finally got that right because I usually get it anyway. Um, wait, we're going with cringe, right? First, yeah, cringe. First. Um, this is gonna be. Uh, I don't know if this is major or not, but I thought that Dai Jin in the beginning was so cute. Mm-hmm. You know, like, especially in, a, was it Susume's bedroom door? She's like, oh, she's feeding a stray little cat. Yeah. Because on this, even on the second um, watch, you don't really get to see what the, um, what do they call that? The keystone? Mm-hmm. You didn't see what the keystone was after it melted and then just ran away. You didn't yeah. really know what it was. And so when you see the little stray cat, I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then when it starts talking, it was like really cute and mm-hmm. running around or whatever. But after a couple of times, those first couple of times, any time that Daijin would just open its mouth, I just, oh, I just yeah. hated the voice. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> Oh my god, is it in the room with us right now? <laughs> I know. It's... Oh, it's in my head. <laughs> I know, it's forever burned in here. Um, I felt like at the end, maybe it kind of redeemed itself a little bit, but maybe for that hour and 40 minutes or whatever. Oh, I could not stand the Daijin character, even though we were... It's like, are we supposed to hate it? Or are we supposed to exactly. like I it? I, 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 it was so ambiguous. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Ooh, I, I want to add up to that, Bella and Drago first. <laughs> wow, um, uh, something else might come to me about you know, but yeah, I hated that cat the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, Susumi hates me. <laughs> you crawl into a hole. I'm just gonna. Okay, help her anyway. I thought I thought I was the only one. Oh my god, Do- I'm like. Oh. Ah, and then, and then at the end, where um, it was like, I'm gonna help Susan May anyway. Oh, I'm giving her the silent treatment in the car, and then, uh, and then the she, weird big it, cat. Yeah, that was. Where out did of the nowhere. cat come from? Like, where was this keystone? What did it look like beforehand? Did it like? Um, there's a lot of like things missing. I feel like, especially with that, the sad Daijin and the. And what was their relation to Grandpa? Right? Because, like, um, oh, when yeah. he was in the hospital, he was like... Oh, the dad? Oh, it's the dad or Grandpa? Oh, yeah, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, it's been a long time since so I've seen you. It's so good to see you again. Oh, you want to go help her? Okay, sounds good. And then um, it just suddenly appears when the aunt is, like, like going off on her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe... Is, is that a cringe where it's like, oh, I, think so. I wish I knew more about this, but like, we're never going to find out. I, I feel like I'm also, mis- I feel like it's just part of maybe Japanese folklore that we're kind of like missing, I feel like. Or oh. like, I feel like they explain right. it. 
like oh. specifically, I probably missed it in when Susume goes into Sota's apartment and yeah. they go through like this whole book, book and his notes. They usually had like those exposition scenes like right then, just mm. like in your name when they were looking at like the ceiling mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh. And I completely missed like the details of that story. Mm-hmm. Um. There wasn't much to the story, like through the. I don't think so, anyway, because through the second watch, um, it said, "Oh yeah, one keystone is here and one keystone is there," mm-hmm. but then it moves every time that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all they said, unless they yeah. did something in like the pictures of like other than the book, like maybe something in the background. I don't know. I mean, I guess to add to what you said ken about the cringe about the daijin um yeah i like i thought it was so cute at first but then over time when it kept like running away over and over again i got so frustrated with it and when it killed sota i was like what i was like and and then later on when susume was about to basically like kill the daijin i was like let's do it (laughs) but I, later on, I didn't realize that. Um, I was like, I thought this was a major plot hole at first, where mm. it's like, how how are they keeping up where the gates are opening and all that stuff? Like, how are they going to all where all the worms are appearing? I was like, mm. oh, it's because the Daijin has been leading them yep. each time to every location, and I was like, does that help? Like in terms of likability to the mm. Daijin. Not, Not really. really. <laughs> um, I guess another nitpick that I have, mm. just because you know you were kind of talking about like their journey a little bit, the pacing wasn't that great in the movie. Um, I think that's why, especially for our first collective viewings, I felt like it kind of dragged in the mm-hmm. middle. So that by the time we get to Tokyo, I was like, oh my god, I don't know. This is it's it, it's just feeling a little bit on the longer side. Mm-hmm. Um, there needed to be either like moments that would kind of break up some of this mm-hmm. journey a little bit, some some of this, I don't know, side missions or something, a little bit more entertaining stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I I felt like the more quieter moments were actually my favorite of the moving. Um, and you'll hear me kind of dive right in, um, a little bit later on in the episode. Okay. But in terms of the major overall story, I thought it just kind of dragged and the the pacing wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to throw out my cringe real quick. And it's probably the lack of development between the aunt and Susume. Mm. Like, yes. When they had that argument scene at the very end, I felt like it was so like integral to the story and to the character development but I didn't really have the full like emotional weight hit me as it I felt like it should have. I could I can agree with that. Yeah. It, it we didn't spend too much time with the aunt and her kind of like how she was feeling a little bit. I feel like mm-hmm. that scene wasn't earned. Yeah. Well, uh let's jump into the binge real quick though. Ken, do you wanna kick us off? Oh my goodness, binge. Oh, we're talking about binge also. I thought we were doing binge or cringe, but um oh. <laughs> for binge, I you know what? I I just I guess mentioned it a little bit. I felt like some of the 
um, quieter moments, the interactions um, were, I guess, my favorite parts of the movie. Um, they were entertaining. It could be as as uh, minor as um, Serizawa just singing while on a road <laughs> trip. I just enjoyed some of the stuff, and 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 I feel like that's one of Makoto Shinkai's strengths and the things that he's gifted at. He he creates these. Um, characters that have you know they you could kind of relate to them because these are like regular everyday characters that are doing normal things and and some of it's pretty entertaining Mm -hmm. so yeah just some of those little interactions i i loved uh if you didn't notice sarazawa was actually voiced by the same voice actor uh as taki from your name oh no way (laughs) i did not no wonder i loved him oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and here i was trying to figure out if there was uh, a random uh <laughs> in that world <laughs> it was there all along oh, yeah. i didn't even think to look for a cameo this time <laughs> oh i did oh yeah i was looking hard <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, i was like where's waldo <laughs> trying to find whatever uh little reference i thought susume was gonna be mitsua's like granddaughter daughter or something like that same, uh, same, like with the ribbon and everything. Yes. Yeah, I was like, "What? What is the meaning of this?" What's like, the they look kind of similar. <laughs> uh, any binge from you, Andrea? That you can think um, of? Yeah, I guess something I would have wanted more of was Suzume and Sota just being like super cute. I knew, <laughs> I knew like most of it. He was a chair, Aww. but like his human form. You know what I mean? You wanted, a, <laughs> you wanted some eye candy. Didn't yeah, you? I did, and the chair was just so boring. What? <laughs> oh, I think that's where we differ because my <laughs> binge is how, how well he was a chair. You know, <laughs> I found it really funny. <laughs> I guess, I guess it was funny. I guess I could have heard more like chair jokes and stuff because they. <laughs> my my theater um both times we're laughing a lot with all the chair jokes <laughs> <laughs> so but you wanted more screen time with hunky with like, man Sota. yeah like human sota that would have been really That's cool true. in all these scenes i guess <laughs> in all the scenes honestly <laughs> but sota, i was like oh this chair is so weak how's he gonna do this why is he thinking makoto yeah. shinkai released the human yeah. cut the human <laughs> sota cut <laughs> i think um something i also would have liked to see was more of sota in his um chair state and instead of like those flashbacks that Suzume saw you know but like just seeing more of his point of view um like freezing up you know what I mean you know yeah, actually I think they had that reveal where it's like oh he's not actually going to sleep he's like slowly dying yeah 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 I would have liked to see more though <laughs> I actually have a random question for you both related to Sota as okay. and as the chair because this kind of confused me. So remember in the scene where uh, where Susume gets picked up by Rumi, right? And Rumi is uh, running the the bar, right? The nightclub mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, she was. I think she was the one that was saying. Rumi was the one that was saying. It's like, oh, who's that? And he's really dreamy. Blah blah blah. But then mm. it was actually the Daijin. But was she seeing the Daijin in? Sota's human form. Oh, yeah. 
See, that's oh. what I was thinking too. I but I because I didn't see anyone that was dreamy in that th- other than just random old guy unless she had a fetish for some old dude. <laughs> Interesting. But you know what I mean? Because that's how I read that um, that scene was that the Dai Jin maybe for uh, you know people that aren't mm-hmm. you know involved in the closer role or whatever this whole supernatural part of the story they're seeing you know regular humans I guess and. Which is weird too, because then obviously a lot of the social media posts are of mm-hmm. the Daijin as a cat. Yeah. So uh, I was just—I guess that was—I don't know if it's a plot hole, but Maybe I was just lost really in confused. translation, probably. Yeah, yeah. good question. I was, I was gonna mention the whole like Twitter thing because that's a huge like plot driver, mm-hmm. and yeah, I—it's probably just lost in translation because everyone sees the cat. But it was wordly weird. Uh, wor- weirdly <laughs> weirdly worded. There you go. <laughs> now, wordly weirded. <laughs> um, yeah. In that scene. So I can see your confusion because I was also confused and remain confused. Yeah. I was like, does she see the cat or does she see like some random person? But I didn't even think of um, it being in Soja's human form. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is going to be a tough one to rank, honestly, between the other two movies. And that's actually my audience question for everyone listening is how would you rank the, Mo- the Makoto Shinkai movies that you've seen so far? So we're going to actually rank our movies that we've seen a little bit later. You could look forward to that. And, uh, but if you want to go email it to us, Ken, uh, this is your time to shine. Yeah. So that's our email. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I have it written down, so I don't forget. It's weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. All right, welcome back from the break. Um, it's me, your referee for the Weekly Real Awards. <laughs> I, I feel like arguments are coming. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just having flashbacks to Anastasia again. But anyway, let's give away our first Weekly Real Award, shall we? And so the first award that we're giving out is the I Am Groot Award for favorite character. Andrea, lead us off. Yes, my favorite character thank you was um sota's friend serizawa really you weren't you were gonna pick dreamy sota (laughs) no because he barely had any screen time as a human and um it's not all about looks andrea uh, i know (laughs) sorry i don't know because um serizawa was pretty funny too and um so he was just a funny friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang i mean i don't know he seemed kind of nice and he had some good taste in music and he drove a convertible that kind of works kind of <laughs> uh, you mean a, the permanent convertible <laughs> that was so good um wow I was on a roll and I forgot. Um, but what else? You were defending his honor. 
I was defending his honor, you know, um, and even though he said he's, um, he's like, oh yeah, so Joe owes me money, but he came out <laughs> honestly, okay. He was a very honest guy and said it was actually me that owes him money. Haha. <laughs> it was so good. Funny, good looking, honest, I and he a, can drive. <laughs> I I have a question though. Yeah. Was Makoto Shinkai trying to ship? Him and the and the, the aunt. Mo- <laughs> I think so. I think so, man. But then what about um? What about the other guy, her coworker? I was really shipping that. That was a love and triangle. Everybody- love, yeah, love triangle. Like Makoto Shinkai, I actually watched another one of his films. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes, but he it's actually like a a romance between a younger guy with an older girl. <gasps> yeah, I don't want to say which one it is because. I just in case we want to watch it, yeah. Just can, in case you want to watch it, us? yeah. Can, can you, you please link us? me? Yeah. All right. Not okay. Andrea, but just me. Oh well, it's no. called. <laughs> if you, if I'm going to tell you, you, might as well. Fight, uh, <laughs> it's called the Garden of Words. So fighting words. Oh, yeah, I know there, that. There's romance in that. Yeah. That's an hour and fifteen minutes long. Yeah, something like that. It's a really short movie. Yeah, aren't they like anyway? We can talk about that later. I think it's the Garden of Words. Hopefully, I'm not mixing it up because they're like in a gazebo, mm-hmm. and it's I know that one. I and he's that. like drawing shoes, yeah. I think. Yeah, her yeah. shoes for free. Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> anyway, I did see that ship. Oh. The yeah, Sarazawa and the aunt. Yeah, I think it was a little creepy that though that Sarazawa just like stopped in the middle of the street to pick up uh, Susume. Isn't that crazy? How did he know where she would be? You're right. I take it back. Wouldn't um, <laughs> wouldn't the aunt maybe uh, did she have the loca- uh Suzume's uh location on? Right. Uh, um, she found her through her online statements. Yeah, her yeah. banking. So. Do you think that's how he found her? Oh, wait, no. Sarazawa found... Oh, this is in the beginning, right? Uh, not really the beginning, but the beginning of them meeting. Right? Oh, no, not at well, his apartment. They met I at didn't... his apartment. Yeah. But I was talking about in front of the train station. When they... Yeah. Yeah. When when the aunt just appeared, uh, like, separately also. Yeah. Okay. Kinda yeah, I don't weird. know. I don't, like, yeah, I don't know. There. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Unless wait, what was that place near near the apartment? Sota's apartment or something like that where he was staying? Um, maybe it seemed kind of far, like at yeah. least three blocks away. I mean, it's Tokyo too, so yeah, I would right. imagine train stations are very busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I was trying. I was trying to make it seem like he's he because I like them too. He mm-hmm. was on my list. I'm. I'm not gonna go with him, but I didn't want him to appear creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess there's a little bit of weirdness in everyone. I guess. I think it's fine though. He didn't do anything weird. Yeah, he's he's got a nice singing voice too, right, Andrea? Mm, yeah, so good. <laughs> it's talky. That's why. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, how about you, Jeremy? Uh, who would you give out your I am Groot award? For favorite character. Uh, I'm just going to go with the easy one. I'm going to say Susume. At first, I didn't particularly like her character, but the more I thought about the movie, I liked her character more just because you get to discover who she is 
throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to like kind of rewire my thinking compared to the last two Makoto Shinkai movies that we've seen to say, okay, this is not a romance. This is more like character development for this one girl. And there's like Sota is just her friend who has a possible romantic thing, maybe, but it's not like the focus. I have to remind myself that. And uh, through all that stuff, I felt like she did have like good character development. We got to see like her heroics and kind of come to terms with grief at the end, I think is pretty emotionally touching. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was good because you got the Red Wimps song mm-hmm. just yeah. perfectly plugged in right then and there to let the tears drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> so good. Um, for me, my winner, I mean, since you guys, I'm, again, I'm, I'm surprised that none of you guys picked this one, Sota, but really Sota as the chair. Yeah, I said yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like them as both. I, I, I like them as both. I was, I kind of wanted to grow my hair out again, um, based <laughs> off of that. <laughs> You know, when I first saw Sota with his long hair, I immediately thought of you, Ken, saying that, you know, I'm going to... It's like, is Ken going to want to grow his hair out again after seeing this movie? Oddly enough, ironically, I got a haircut after that. (laughs) Because I was like, nah, I shouldn't. No, no, no. But um, yeah, him as a chair was fun. Just because, Mm -hmm. again, you get fun scenes especially when he first gets turned into the keystone this is before he knew he was the keystone he was just transported into Suze, mm. uh, uh what do you call that to suzume's uh childhood chair and you just get some fun scenes you know he's chasing the daijin you get the whole like scenes where you know oh suzume you gotta you gotta kiss him to wake him up <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so you get some of those fun scenes and then and then Oh, good. Oh, and then she said, "Can I step on you?" After she stepped on him, and then he's like, "You have to ask me first. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. My yeah, theater it... was roaring. Yeah, and she, she, was like... she sat on him at one point. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at the uh, at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, she had a perfectly good seat somewhere else, but she decided to sit yeah. on him. So I feel like if you if you watch it a second time, Jeremy. Okay. Try to picture Sota as a human throughout those chair scenes. It brings whole new meaning to like the some of their interactions. I think because then it's. You didn't do that the first time. No, not really. It was just like oh, it's just like some fun loving looking chair that is kind of like R two D two or yeah something like that. I remember when she was trying to kiss him, and then she was like, "Wait, where's his mouth?" Mouth. That was so good. Anyway, let's get into our next award. Okay, so the Yintz Award, I think, is my all-time favorite. Just because he was still an underrated character within the MCU. But in within this podcast, the Yintz Award usually means that we're giving out either our favorite underrated character or underrated scene. So mm-hmm. dealer's choice Andrea, you get first dibs. Which one are you giving out? Underrated character or underrated scene? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say my underrated character 
But now I have a second one. I have a second underrated character. Just take all of them. Just take all of them. Do it. Okay. You're the host of this podcast. (laughs) You're right. I was just making sure you two are okay with it. (laughs) Let's see. Um, The first underrated character, just because I was like, what do I put for this? I put down Rumi, who was the mom of those two kids that that picked her up on the side of the road. and was like, the bus isn't going to be here for like six hours. And I was like, oh, my God, what a really cool mom. She's Mm -hmm. just chilling, vibing on her way to home or something then turns out she owns this bar and she's like singing and dancing with her customers and getting cool. drunk with them or something i was like wait i'm not like other moms goals, goals. <laughs> <laughs> goals. <laughs> um so i put her down but i um but then i was like oh you know who was like a really underrated character that like barely had any screen time but was just like there and was like really human supportive. sota <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no. Dreamy was, Sota. Um, I don't even know this guy's name, but it was um the guy who had a really huge crush on her aunt, on Suzume's aunt. Oh yeah, yeah. His uh, name the the coworker. Yeah. Yeah, the coworker. And I was just like, he's so nice. And he was like, here, go buy, go buy a, a bus ticket. Um, not go with uh Serizawa because he's like a total stranger. I'll buy them right now. And he was also like, Okay, I'll call off tomorrow too. And she was like, You have to go to work. And I'm like, Oh my god. And I guess I didn't realize they were like 40 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like some people we know or something. <laughs> and <laughs> They were just so cool or something. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm going to get you back. You and your shiny forehead. I think uh, my referee uh, shirt is under my bed right now. I need my sunglasses. Where's my sunglasses? Um, Keep your hands yeah. up, Ken. Keep your hands up at all times. Can you fight? Can you fight? <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, tangent. <laughs> um, I didn't catch your age until the second thing, because then the aunt was like, "The aunt was like, I gave my whole life away for you." Yeah. And just mm-hmm. Her her formative years. And I was like, "How old is she supposed to be?" And then it came up like afterwards. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, <laughs> I know she's hella old. Wow, forty. <laughs> Freaking Andrea. I was like, and she. <laughs> Damn, that's old. (laughs) (laughs) Man, these 40-year-olds, man. Creepy hitting on, uh, like, young kid drivers. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that that kid driver is, like, 20-something or something. I don't know. Yeah, because he's still a student, right? Uh, Trying to become a teacher. Yeah. Let's see. Suzume, um, aunt, love, interest. Sorry, I had to look it up. <laughs> we can move on if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jeremy, which one are you giving out? Underrated character or underrated scene for the Yinsen Award? Okay. So I, I was almost going to choose the aunt argument, <laughs> but I did bash on it a while ago. So I <laughs> guess I shouldn't give it to that one. I actually really like the scene before she runs into Sarazawa and uh, her aunt again in front of the Tokyo train station. I love the montage scene with the music. Mm. I was like, when she's like getting like 
like dre- dressed back up into her uniform and gonna go like save um sota after speaking with a grandpa i was like let's go screw the grandpa dude mm-hmm. like we're not we're gonna go save sota not freaking let him die and all that stuff mm-hmm. and when the music played during that part i was like oh yeah here we go suit up time and i thought i don't know just underrated scene stuff like that just gets me pumped mm. okay for me I'm going to give another underrated scene. That's kind of like what I like to give. But real quick, if I were to give underrated character, just want to, because only because Jerry, uh, sorry, Andrea g- mentioned Rumi being yours. I kind of want to shout out the kids. The, sh- the kids were like funny throughout their scenes. I, I love when they were eating McDonald's <laughs> in the car or whatever. They're like, hey, don't make, you know, watch your stuff or whatever and they didn't give two they didn't give two f's on that they were just like trying to stack everything and then they were i like how they're they interacted with um susume like when they were when she was babysitting them and i thought it was all pretty cute um the two kids i thought i would hate them because you know we don't really like child actors or actresses, Jeremy, because they tend to be horrible. But um, these were actually written pretty funny to me. Yeah, and they're and, animated. And they're animated. <laughs> they're not actual real kids. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my winner for the Yinsen Award for underrated scene is the flashback scene where you see a young Suzume and her mom um, when um mm. Su- Subame I looked I had to mm. look up her name at the um, beginning Well no is it more in the middle when they mm. when Reveal when the you see her making the chair mm-hmm. That's a good one I thought this is where the heart started within the movie this is where I started to become a little bit more emotionally invested I was like oh it's this type of movie you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. we didn't get to see her in the beginning cuz obviously she um young Susume was looking for her and ooh, you know, morbid. She was probably like swept away or something like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, and just completely lost, dead. Um, but I don't know. You just get to see the emotional uh, stakes within the movie. You see the significance of the chair that was created, even if it was broken. Again, could be a metaphor for you know that missing piece in her life mm-hmm. with the missing fourth leg i just thought it was just so good and it just it's what made that final ever after scene when you get older suzume talking and giving the chair to her younger self it just makes it hit and then the rod wimps (laughs) theme song comes in and i'm like no (laughs) it's so good i'm still playing that to this day while i'm working so good the soundtrack's good, by the way, guys. It is good. <laughs> it's really good. It's it different. It made me feel things. It is very different. There was jazz. There was uh, some ethereal stuff. I thought mm-hmm. it was so good. There was one little Easter egg that... Um, yeah. When <laughs> I was in... going to save that for Final Thoughts. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah, when they're showing the yeah. Daijin going over like on Twitter and all that stuff. The and bridge. The video, and they have the music overlay... And yep. it's from like your name, right? Yep. There's like a little <gasps> cutesy music. It was the um, cafe music, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Dun, 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 dun. Oh man, it's so good. I I noticed it right away, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. Here's the your name, little uh, Easter egg. 
Oh, yeah, just that's a little cool. music cue. Yeah, so good. I I marked out very quietly. I didn't want to be that guy, but I was <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> on the inside. Um, let's get on to our next award: the Avengers Assemble uh, Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. Andrea, how many scenes do you have? Mm, just one, two, just one, just, just one. one. Okay. Oh wait, let me just double check. <laughs> do you need to narrow it down flip a coin oh okay i wrote two i wrote two ah, I knew um, it. the the first one it. i kind of mentioned already it's when she first bumped into soda i was like oh my god this is it this is the love story the beginning yeah, right the beginning yeah, <laughs> love story yeah i was like, I was like oh my god and then they bookended right? at the end similar to like, your oh name when they when they see each other oh, welcome Dude. back those parallels but, welcome back oh. <laughs> oh yeah part two um my second one i really loved the montage of her and the girl chica with the tangerines and just them talking to each other and like Aww. oh my god no way he did that and the family's like no we don't want to hear it again and it was just really <laughs> cute and they were like besties after like one night i was like what the heck that would never happen to me <laughs> right and then they just she just stayed over they had a meal together and they cleaned the whole place i was like yeah. what it was pretty lit it was really awesome can I, I add to that? Because I yeah. have that uh, as a part of my note, too. I love that first food scene between the two of them. That's why mm. I was asking you, hey, what was the name of the the thing? It's Chica. Remember when she's like takes mm -hmm. that first bite of, I think it was like a fish with a, on the rice. Yes. And she's like, mm, mm. it's so good. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. that does look good. <laughs> All the food in this movie. They, dude, they dude. make McDonald's look gourmet. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Even if they're just eating in the car. <laughs> I <Yeah>. must stop. <laughs> so good. Um, wow. Jeremy, what was your favorite scene of Suzume? It's hard, man, but I was, I really liked the opening scene. Okay, not, I, not specifically meeting Sota for the first time, but closing, <laughs> closing. Sure? I don't know, that hair was pretty dreamy. It, it was. <laughs> I was. At first, I was like a little skeptical, because I'm like, okay. Hopefully it's not just like a shallow romance where it's like she's just going to like him because he's pretty. Mm. Luckily, you know, they go through other stuff and the romance, if it was just based on that, I would have been a little weird. Like if she wanted to save him just because she thought she was he was handsome and stuff. But I think there was more of like we're partners in this type of thing mm. for, for being closers. But <clears throat> my favorite scene is when they first close that first door yeah. when when Soto is trying to close it he's in this human form and he's trying to like close the door and Susume like has that decision right there it's like okay do I run like Sota says like get out of here whatever and but then she runs and goes help him and then just the the oh man the Radwim score when they close the door and then it shows the title card. I was like, let's freaking go. Yeah. And that like Susume pops up on screen. I was like, oh, we're in for a ride. Here we go. Yeah. And unfortunately, it didn't continue like that for the rest of the movie. But mm -hmm. I just that opening scene, it's probably the most thrilling opening scene mm -hmm. out of the three Makoto Shinkai movies. Because mm -hmm. they all start out kind of differently. Especially your name's like more mysterious, like what the hell's going on, and a little bit more comedic. This what, is like, what am I watching? Yeah, 
It's like, why is uh, why is a girl like touching her Herself. body all over? <laughs> it's like this is getting a little weird. Um, I still remember the first time I watched. I was like, "What? Why is Jeremy making me watch this right now?" <laughs> yeah, this was definitely the most serious uh, and the most heavy, honestly, mm-hmm. out of the the movies. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. Man, that was that was good. I I did like how um, that was basically a prologue, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, okay." Yeah. We're just starting, and I was like, I'm kind of exhausted as well. So I agree with you. That was a really good scene. Good starter. I was like, oh, I don't need my theater coffee because, <laughs> man. Can I can I yeah. say how I felt about that scene? Mm-hmm. You didn't like it. Oh, shit. Here we go. Get your popcorn. Because <laughs> afterwards, yes. he turned into a chair. Because no. <laughs> um, you were like kind of highlighting how, like, Oh yeah, it was really awesome. Like that quick pause between like if she's gonna close the door too or not, but or it's like she's gonna go away. I was like, this is it. Why isn't she doing it? She's like supposed to close the door. That was me. I was like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I mean, just a second ago, she she was at school and sees this giant worm thing that no one else sees. I think I would be kind of freaked out too. You don't know if you're gonna get like sucked in. I don't. I think I would do it. I'd just be mm. like, ah, whatever. Today's the day. Yeah, I think I know why. What? <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like Sota is closer over no. there. I think I'm gonna run in that direction. No, oh like no, I'll save you. Needs help. Oh, oh no, I'll save you. <laughs> it's like duh, you can see he's struggling and he literally just like broke his back flying because like you know he like oh, that's true. Yeah, he flew like, and then yeah, ran in, he, he ran himself help. he got thrown into that pillar. Like, how much more puzzle? Oh, I guess, like, maybe, like, 30 seconds happened in between that time or something. <laughs> like- yeah, anime characters, they have, like, full monologues in, like, two seconds. Oh, so my God. You know how it is. You're right. I mean, you shouldn't have been upset, but I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, why are you letting Sota get hurt? <laughs> <laughs> don't so die pain. yet <laughs> it's like there's obviously some imminent danger going to happen so he says he's got it yeah <laughs> that's his job that's his job he's the yeah. closer well, that is a pretty like, cool name that's a that pro- is- pretty cool title to have on your linkedin <laughs> no yeah. closer oh no for just closing I'm, doors I'm closing the deal on my new house or something <laughs> yep. that kind of closer or a show on tnt <laughs> wow <laughs> not sponsored by tnt um by the way speaking of um him closing the doors because of the the worm i don't know about you just because i'm a uh well i'm caught up on stranger things but it reminded me of i think that was what season two when yeah it would have they have that thing that went into will i guess that mm-hmm. creepy looking thing I was getting those vibes. I was like, wait, what is this? Is this the upside down? Mm-hmm. Especially when um, only Susume could uh, see the worm, mm-hmm. but no one else could. I was like, oh, is this, is Susume <laughs> like Will? <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the connection that I made to stuff that I recently watched. That's a good connection. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's why I was like, wait, is this, really, is this is the upside down? Especially when later on in Tokyo, it seemed like, uh, mm-hmm. It was just some other world. It didn't seem like Tokyo uh, mm-hmm. when they went underground. 
just looked yeah, that very was insane. strange. That was so wild. Like, yeah. does something like that actually exist? <laughs> I don't know. And, and again, to Jeremy's point, it's like a it could be Japanese folk- folklore that we just don't really know. Mm-hmm. So that it might be part of their whole culture. I should probably try to read up on that. Yeah. I know after the first movie, uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to, I have to read up on this Daijin and Sadaijin. Like, what? But I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> you could do so now. <laughs> um, for me, um, I, I, you know what? I have a couple as well, but they're both very quick. Um, the first one is really that little chasing just for comedic purposes i mm. i know i mentioned daijin mm. as a part of the cringe part of it but i still like them it was a cute ass cat a little i was like oh Jerk. it's just a stray cat and you gotta feed him and i was like oh he got really energetic and then oh. now he's talking what and then wait where did where did dreamy sota go and it's oh it's this chair thing what's <laughs> going on and it reminded me kind of like toy story a little bit too mm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like yeah. especially when they're kind of running around and a little floppy as a chair and stuff. So, um, I I I did kind of like that the the chase, um, especially in the beginning and how everyone was so enamored with the the daijin and then they were taking photo random photos. I I, I did kind of <laughs> like those kind of scenes. That, like, oh. that was a cute one. Yeah, just taking photos on everyone's phones. Uh, but really, my favorite scene. I mean, it started with the whole Suzume times two and the ever after mm-hmm. rad wimps going on. And then it ends with the end montage. That was actually pretty funny during the end credit scene. And again, it, it's probably because mm-hmm. of the theme song that was playing in the background. <sighs> it's uh, titled, <laughs> I have it here. Um, it's called, Where's my Spotify? Kanata something. Ka- yeah, it's Kanata Haluka. Mm. That song is so catchy. It um, is. And uh, I like some of the little cutscenes right after that within the montage. Again, you get to ship the aunt in Serizawa. You get, I don't know, you just get these, these fun little moments that remind me of why I love all of Makoto Shinkai's like, characters. Because they're so memorable, so distinct, so entertaining, and you want good things for them. So I kind of want, I would want to see like a TV series with some of the everyday life of this. Because I felt like, again, the smaller yeah. scenes were kind of my favorites within this movie. Mm. Oddly enough, not the huge, obvious ones, which is weird. I think. That was actually a nitpick of mine is where the movie just like ends. Mm-hmm. It was it felt so sudden to me. I yeah. was like I I felt so weird about it. Like once it ended, I'm like, wait, that's it? Like that's where we're gonna end with that shot. Yeah. Uh, well, com- if you think about it though, the old um Suzume is basically reassuring her younger self that everything will be okay. Yeah. And that's what carries her through her child uh childhood without her mom mm-hmm. to where she is now yeah it's like this weird terminator timeline if i save myself mm-hmm. then i'm gonna you know survive judgment day and th- yeah all that stuff but yeah it just felt like it was a little weird but i did appreciate the the not, like inner cuts of mm-hmm. the in the credits <clears throat> i did like all those scenes 
especially at the end when they have that very your name-esque welcome back scene yeah i really thought they weren't gonna show who it was like and then they showed him i was like okay good and then andrea just snapped a forever photo of (laughs) one year later or whatever was it was there a time jump (laughs) it sounded like Um, there was i don't know I don't know. It's just just the season change. Mm-hmm. How can but, you do a welcome back mm, if you're not actually away, right? I'm just saying. Like, it yeah. had to be several months at least. I don't know. Maybe he got his teaching degree. <laughs> yeah, he probably got, like, graduated and passed the exams and all that stuff. I don't know. He, he wasn't as dreamy coming back than he was in the first time. So I was like, oh, God, this guy again. Wow. When, when, no, no wonder he wasn't your favorite character. Because <laughs> the only love that she needed was for herself. Duh. <laughs> True. Again, so mature in terms of the subject matter. I love it. Just gotta, you just gotta do you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated how they handled their relationship. Actually, it mm. wasn't like super. Like he didn't show really any interest in her, which would be weird if he did yeah. because the She's age 17. gap. And yeah. he was so respectful as a yeah. chair, being like, because the two girls were hanging out, like he turned around so they could like have fun and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like I like the ending. I liked it a lot. I like the message, but it's not, what I, to... it's not yeah. what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. If you wanted a romance, yeah, no romance. Yeah, it's like Makoto Shinkai make just just mess with our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about these the self help and self love and all that stuff. Forget that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's like disaster parental issues and Disasters. abandonment and yeah. it's not what I expected. It's not what I wanted, but it was good. Yeah, it's like I don't want to know about surrogate mothers. Yeah. And, you know all this other stuff. I want like, romance and love. like official yeah. guardians. Um. <laughs> Like if I wanted to see Guardians, I'd watch it in the MCU. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> too late. They all their parents are dead too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Let's get out to the next segment. <laughs> Our fave guess Rotten Tomato score, where we like to, I don't know, have bragging rights over one another. Right now, Jeremy is the champ. He's got the belt in the background. After mm. I, <laughs> I was like, hey, where did the belt go? Uh, but yeah, he's got the belt. He's the reigning champ from season five, but he's currently trailing in season six. I mean, we're still early. We're only, what, two movies in. Um, the current score is I'm up. I have six points. Jeremy has four points. And Andre, you got to hold it down for the guests. They currently don't have any points. So oh, um, no pressure on, on you. So what do you think Suzume got? on the tomato meter wow i'm giving oh oh what did i think yeah what did i uh, what did you think the character (laughs) i'm sorry the the reviewers gave it what do the people think yeah what do the people think hmm Hmm. if if i count as one of the people (laughs) i would say uh i would say that they said uh 79 percent Ooh, okay 79 Hmm. jeremy 
Uh, I'm guessing a 93%. Whoa! Wow. You think they liked it a lot. Wow. I think it's so. like you represent all the people, I guess. I know. No. <laughs> this, is not my, this is not my score. This, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's not my score I, I either. <laughs> I'm actually in the middle. I mean, oh. more towards Andrea's side, but mm. I'm guessing 82. Wow. So let's go check it Let out, it shall make. we? Let us know. Suzume. Drum Tomatoes. And the Ron Tomatoes. And with 95 reviews, Suzume from 2022 received a 96%. Wow. That's. I did not know it was that is really high. That's really yeah. high. Woo-wee. And with wild. that, Jeremy was just a tick off. He you guessed 93, right? 93. Wow, you get the full three points, Jeremy. Congratulations. Oh Thank you, sir. That bumps you up to seven. I got second place, so I got a single point. That also brings me up to seven. <laughs> and Andrea, you're not helping out the guests. <laughs> guests are in a hole right now. Uh, they are. They're down by a touchdown because it's 7-7 seven, seven to 0 um, after three movies into season six. And so, um, I mean, who cares about what the critics thought? I only care what y'all thought. Mm-hmm. Let's give out the I Love You 3000 Award where we rate Susume on a rating between 1, 2, 3, thousand andrea uh what would you rate it wow i put the score that i felt during my first watch mm. really yeah well <laughs> you can put it's, it to it's score, the really. it's the most pure score okay true yeah well i just came up with it it was i put it at 1300 dang damn 1300 what is that was, I can't I'm do looking that. it up right now. Thirteen hundred. That's like less than fifty percent. It's like what I should have given fast. Forty three point three percent. You hated this movie. I yeah. hated this movie. <laughs> it just seemed like like it was all over the place with the hygiene, and then it was like really slow, and then it was like, what's the real message going on here? I'm hmm. like, oh, like my spidey like- sense was tingling correctly then. <laughs> What as I was driving home from like uh, our first screening, we watched it opening night with Francis, also friend of the pod. Look out for his future episode. We still gotta lock something down with Francis. Shout out to him. Um, I was like, man, Andrea did not like this. I can't wait for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh my God. And like okay. with, again with like the ending too, like it was just so abrupt, I guess. And I was like, I, I need more. It. I would love to see a series, mm. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So much was missing. Okay. I definitely liked it more than that. But um, Jeremy, um, what would you rate it? Okay. So initial. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you my guess first and do explanation. I'm doing a twenty six ten out of three thousand. A 87%. So still pretty high. I was actually pretty hesitant to give it this high because initially I was thinking maybe like 80 or high 70s, honestly. Mm. 
But I really felt like I didn't go into it like I was expecting the romance. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. I see you. And I was ready for why you guys are on the same wavelength. (laughs) You know, because I don't like I don't normally watch anime for like uh, parental (laughs) issues. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's more like. You know, I would go in for the like the the fun romance stuff, and you know, but this was very different. I think it's the most different since Garden of Words that I've seen in terms of like anime movies, just in general. And but the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I I would see it again. I don't know if I like it as much as Weathering with You or mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can rank it after Ken mm-hmm. talks about his score. Um, for me, I actually, after the first viewing, I wasn't as low as uh, Andrea's score, obviously. But um, I was more in the, whatever the equivalent to s- around 70% is, I guess around, what, 2100 um, range, but after the second viewing, it did bump it up. Um, so my final rating uh, would be twenty two eighty, which is seventy six percent, which is very still a very good score in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's where I kind of have it. Um, Andrea, do you know what you would actually rank uh, out of the three movies, like your name, Weathering with You, and mm. Suzume? Like, okay, okay, okay. I think your name would be first. Surprise. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I barely remember weathering with you. That's not so, a good sign. I know. So I'm putting Suzume second. Whoa. 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 Just because, just because it was just so heartwarming and like family friendly, and 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 then weathering with you last, um, because it, I think it was kind of dumb, right? I'm so sorry, controversy, um, because didn't she? Um, she was like, oh, I'm just gonna drown the world, and because I love this boy or something like, that, right? No, I think it was no? the other way. It around. was the other way around. <gasps> Stop! I'm so See, that's sorry. What makes it oh, romantic, okay. Right? She, 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 she sacrificed herself so that everyone can think. It was you got an ex- <laughs> yeah, you got an eclipse. She saved no. the world, and he's like, "Screw that! I'm screwing the world over for her." Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, no, I had the same, the right idea. Okay, but you know, okay, I personal happiness idea. over everything else. I don't care about everything. <laughs> I don't. That's why I loved weathering with you. It's streaming now on HBO Max. Or sorry, <laughs> it's streaming now on Max. Yeah, we're not oh. sponsored. We're oh, not sponsored okay. by Max, but yeah, it's it's streaming there right now. I, I knew I had to rewatch it, but I didn't know how badly I needed to rewatch it. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I I did. That was the only rewatch that I did. I didn't get to rewatch your name, but I will probably be doing that very soon since I own that. Like Jeremy. <laughs> wow. I own all of them so far. Anyway. <laughs> That's my ranking. Thank you. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your ranking oh, of man. all the Makoto Shinkai movies that you've seen? Uh, surprise, surprise. Number one is your name. <gasps> wow. Shock, shock and awe. 
Hot take. <laughs> I think th- this is going to be close, though, because I, from what I remember, I gave Weathering with you like an 88. Mm. I don't know, like, Susan make drop or go above, but uh, initial impressions, I'm going with Weathering with you second and then Susan May. When I was thinking about iconic moments of these movies, like your name, when you think about the the twilight scene oh, when when Mishima and Taki just like meet each other or see each other for the first time mm-hmm. in their own bodies is like I so iconic. And then when I think of weathering with you, the scene where Hina and what's the boy's name again? Ken? Oh shoot, I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I just watched it like over the weekend. I yeah, well, it. let me look the, it up real quick. Two, yeah, the two main characters in that scene when they're like falling out of the sky yeah. and like trying to catch each other with good. the Radwim soundtrack going like crazy. Mm-hmm. That is so iconic to me. But Suzume, I feel like didn't have that many like big moments. Agreed. Hodaka. Um, Hodaka, yeah. And Susan made, I, the th- closest I can think of is just when she's talking uh, to her younger self at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about the opening or maybe like the Tokyo stuff. and But it's just not as like memorable, I think, as maybe the weathering with you is like so dramatic when Hodaka is like pointing the gun at everybody. I was like, damn, this isn't like... <gasps> kind of over the top but i like it <laughs> that was a little bit of a little bit of a nitpick re- on the rewatch yeah uh, he would definitely would have died yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is not believable yeah but <laughs> isn't it so like memorable <laughs> oh my god oh shoot but yeah i mean i i know what you mean jeremy just because i, I i'm taking myself to the end of season two of our podcast when we covered weathering with you and i was like i don't know if it was recency but i was like was it as good as your name once the dust settled i was like okay weathering with you comfortably second behind your name um i i appreciate um again what mokoto shinkai was trying to um I guess portray on the on the big screen. He wanted to do something different. Uh, the subject matter was much more mature, um, and so I appreciate him kind of growing um, as an artist himself. I thought he made a, a, again another masterpiece in terms of like the visuals. Everything looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The 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 audio. Sometimes it would be like you get really quiet, poignant um, scenes, but then you get the big, you know, blustery like action sequences too, and everything in between. All of that was really good, but I feel like Susume was a little bit more of a, a little bit more hit and miss for me. Um, mm. I feel like if I had to kind of like judge Susume on t- in, in terms of like the most optimal score, I think it would only get as high as like in this high seventies for me. Whereas mm-hmm. I was looking at some of my old rankings, I I feel like I did uh, 
I scored Weathering with you at 2592 initially on the podcast at 86.4%. I'd probably drop that a little bit down into the low 80s mm. based off of my nitpick of that end scene. Um, your name, I gave 2641 to 88%. I could probably see that tick into like 90. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, same ranking as Jeremy. Nice. Yeah. So, so good. I, I want to watch your name after the pod now. Maybe after a workout. We'll see. Or uh, during. But, or during, yes. You're <laughs> crying during your workout. <laughs> I'm not going to get anything done, but okay. <laughs> uh, but Jeremy, we're, we're covering another movie. I mean, this is only, what, our third movie that we're covering this week. and uh, uh, Sorry, this season, Suzume. What are we covering for episode 97? Yeah, episode 97, we are going back in time through the quantum realm to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, where Ant-Man is getting into Ant-Man things against the King the Conqueror. So, yeah, we uh spoiler alert for next week. We actually recorded this closer to when Ant-Man actually came out, so... Yeah, you get to see our our or hear our past selves next week. Yeah, it's a, it'll be good because um, kind of curi- I'm kind of curious to hear what I thought about the movie because I honestly don't remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we I guess we were uh, I guess our thought process, me and Jeremy, were like, okay, we figured Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania will come out right before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three on Disney Plus. That's still not official yet. Uh, I know that I, I did a little bit of research, Jeremy. It's currently out and out on uh, on digital. We're recording this on April 19th. I think it just came out yesterday on digital. Uh, mm. But no official release date yet on Disney+. Plus. So um, we'll just say coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Soon? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but yes. I. Yeah. Whoa, spoiler mm. alert. <laughs> I think everyone knows by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, before we close out this episode, Andrea, do you have anything to plug? Anything that you're working on? Mm-hmm. Lately. Well, first of all, you can find me on Instagram at Andrea J. Palapal. Um, lately, this winter season, I worked on a lot of crochet, so a bunch of yarn, fiber art stuff, big things happening. Okay, okay. Are you, um, selling any of your pieces, or? Mm, I'm taking some commissions. I have, like, two projects right now. Keep an eye out on my Instagram. Mm. I always put on my bio, commissions open, commissions closed. There you go. Keeping you updated. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, we'll put uh, Andrea's socials on our episode notes, the spelling and everything. We even link it so that all you have to do is just literally touch the link and it'll take you right to her Instagram and her commissions, you said? Yes. Yes, yes commissions. Yes. Jeremy, do you have anything to plug for the upcoming week? 
Uh, just my Instagram at JP underscore flicks. Um, I'll, if you want to message me there, you can, I might see it like two years from now, but if I do do respond, I guess, consider yourself special. Yeah. (laughs) That are are lucky because, uh, then he, uh, he just happened to see (laughs) your message. Oh man. Well. We're still, uh, none of us are sponsored by Instagram, but I'll share my Instagram as well. It's at FreeKenA. Everyone's links will be in the episode notes. So before we close out this episode, Andrea and Jeremy, do you, did we miss anything? Any final thoughts on Suzume? I really wish I kind of knew the subject matter going in, mm. in terms of the, the heaviness and how it mirrored, you know, real life Japanese history, you know, with the tsunami, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more than 10 years now. So it's, I feel like that heaviness, I wasn't expecting that to be the reveal of how the mom died at the mm-hmm. very end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, I wanted to see, I wanted to see now if, if I watch it again, if I could pick up more of those like, subtleties and if the emotion will actually hit harder than just watching it one time Mm. Mm. okay okay um i actually got a question for both of you oh wait can i answer that question real quick oh yeah go ahead sorry go ahead um i just it's like building on to jeremy's i didn't even think about the tsunami like the second Mm. round i was like oh i guess i should be more um sensitive to those things because i was just so into like oh why isn't it romantic it's just action and they finding herself and then <laughs> i guess the emotion just wasn't there <laughs> if i'm being honest <laughs> screw screw her mom no. i don't know she's just like she's just an npc that like yeah yeah we only saw her in a flashback <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't think about it that way. So thank you, Jeremy, for bringing that up. I guess I have to watch just like a third time. <laughs> Get that score up of, uh, above 50%. Yeah, yeah abo- sorry. I, I see this more as a, a cathartic movie for those who had tragedy with I'm- that experience. Oh, my goodness. Apparently, I Andrea I'm did get it. canceled after this episode or something. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, can we redo this whole episode you guys yeah take two we're gonna do it we're gonna redo a, we're gonna do a weekly reload oh, man. <laughs> i'm sorry for everything i said oh my god this is so good <laughs> it's too funny um oh so my question uh very quickly <laughs> And I'll start with Je- uh, Jeremy, just because I think Andrea's still uh, kind of really? losing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh shoot! Goodness. Okay, um, thank you, Jeremy, for pointing that out. I really yeah. needed that. Oh man, whole new perspective. Jer- <laughs> Andrea's yeah! gonna be like, "Oh my god, ninety percent! Get a twenty-seven hundred out of three thousand. I loved I it." Just- like, sorry, I just I'm didn't understand. I didn't understand. <laughs> there's like, just like the cat just kind of took me away from everything else too, you know? Stupid digit. No. <laughs> you know, some things don't work though, you know, just as a movie, I don't blame you. I guess I'm getting it now. I, 
It's really clicking. Hey, that's, after... why we have, that's why we have this podcast, right? <laughs> that was too good. Okay, hey, thank, Jer- you, thank you. Jeremy, if you, if you could summarize, uh, sum up Suzume, the movie, in one word, how would you describe it? Your experience. My experience? Damn, man. One word. One word? Andrea, think of one too, because I'm asking you next. If, if you guys can see my face now, it's like, <laughs> man, I was gonna so, so hard to put into one word. Maybe like, like barely. Ugh. Like it's just like almost there, you mm. know? Okay, that's too. You know what I mean? No, he said barely. <laughs> yeah, it's barely. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's it's. Uh, almost like to mm. the emotion where you want it cusp but it's on not the cusp. really but it's mm-hmm. yeah it's on the cusp okay i like that i like that mm. barely um andrea one word um i'm not ready can you um can you go ahead <laughs> summarize susume <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it was just, uh, it was a mature movie. Mm. Uh, you really have to go into this movie, um, like kind of ready for this sort of subject matter. So apparently all three of us on our first viewings were not. And I feel like that's the, that's literally the main reason why it's not up there on the pantheon of your name or, well, Andrea liked it more than weathering with you, so I can't say weathering with you. It's not up there with the on uh with your name, so Yeah, that's a high bar. Yeah. I'll, I'll try that's like comparing all superhero movies to like the Dark Knight, so <laughs> True. Andrea, do you have a word? Hmm. Disappointing. Yeah. You can say it. Well like, now that now that I don't, I- it's like I mean, oh, re- it, it's it's actually revelation. Like she just came to a revelation <laughs> of what the movie it's came. True. Yeah, <laughs> one, one word. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my my awareness. Now I just feel really insensitive, you guys. <laughs> Fair, that is the word. <laughs> insensitive. Um, uh, the word sensitive. That is which so is good. what I am not, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, sensitive, on- that's a good word. Yeah. Well, Andrea, <laughs> thank you so much for hosting this episode. <laughs> thank you yeah, for allowing us to be on your podcast. Thank you for allowing us to be on the podcast. I'm glad. I'll see you all next week on my podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! It, it's always good times when when you do show up on the pod, Andrea. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next time. I don't know if it's going to be uh, this season. I'm hoping it's the season because then that would mean it's sooner rather than later. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll you know we'll keep in touch in terms of uh, showing you uh, the upcoming schedule if if it fits with your schedule. We'll, we'll figure all that out offline. But thank you again so much, Andrea. Yes, thank you everyone for having me. It's always a joy to be back here. So many laughs, so many revelations. <laughs> <laughs> thank it's you. Word, it's the word of the day. Thank you, yeah. Jeremy, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have said it at the top. Huh? I uh, think yeah. so, yeah. 
At no, least before good. the I Love You 3000. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I think, I think we're good, though. You, know, good. you have to let Andrea be uh, honest. Yeah, it's so. true. That's very true. We like that. <laughs> we like diversity in this podcast, oh, no. especially with the opinions. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who are regulars or just maybe a little bit behind, re- just a reminder to check out last week's episode on the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, which is now out on all podcast platforms like Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And like Jeremy mentioned a little bit earlier, catch next week's episode on the Yetman and the Wasp Quantumania. It's now available to stream digitally and it will be eventually out on Disney Plus. So just, uh, just keep an eye out on your Disney Plus home screen. It'll pop up eventually. So on behalf of Andrea, and Jeremy and Dreamy Sota. <laughs> My name is Ken, and we'll see you next time on The Real. <laughs>